with you this time, as opposed to dead all the previous times, with Ravi Chini and some secret guests. Bom, bom, bom! Which I'm thankful, I won't keep the secret the entire episode, don't worry. <laughs> we are doing a special edition of our podcast, as per tradition, because we've done it twice, therefore it's a tradition. Uh, after Banquet and Ball, each New Year's, we do an episode on the Banquet and Ball. So, if you haven't listened to the previous two episodes, go listen to them, because we're talking to people who listen to them. So we're not talking to you if you haven't listened to them. So pause right now, go become one of those people, and then we'll talk to you. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Each banquet and ball is deeply unique and powerful in a very specific way, and we don't have complete control over that, what it is. Uh, it's unique to each person and how they encounter it. Um, but there is a theme that tends to be cultivated, not coerced, but cultivated, uh, that grows within each uh, banquet and ball. And the theme this year uh, was family and legacy, which was beautifully pertinent because for the first time, I got to bring my family. Or Part of my family. The part of my family that I could actually drag along by main force and bribery. <laughs> Welcome to the club. This is what it feels like. This is, this is how it works. <laughs> Rafi did it to me. I pass on the fate. <laughs> so today with us we have Nathaniel, Heidi, and Ruth. Uh, you can't see them. Well, they're, they're not, not because they're invisible, but because we're recording only audio. Yeah. So I'll try to describe them. Uh, Heidi and Ruth are twins, which means you can't tell the difference, even if you know them for a long time. (laughs) They are very helpful at times, so Heidi has bangs currently, which is quite handy. Um, And Ruth doesn't have bangs, which is quite handy. Until she gets bangs, and then we'll be mad at her. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys, like, rock, paper, scissors to decide who got bangs? I just got the idea first. Oh, I see. (laughs) First come, first serve. (laughs) Um, And then we have Nathaniel. Um, who Greetings. is an amazing gentleman. Uh, he is uh, short, um, shorter. Uh, yeah. just, just imagine him shorter. And then add dope hair. He's super cool. <laughs> He's got dope hair on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. um, and this is coming from someone who has a dope beard. It, exactly. His beard is I have wherewithal well. to speak. <laughs> <laughs> speak through. Literally, yeah. <laughs> So today we're going to talk a bit about our experiences this time uh, in the Banquet and Ball. Uh, this might be my third time, probably your fifth. I believe it was my fifth time this year. Fifth time. And then first for uh, these three amazing people. And I kind of share some of what, how it impacted us, how it shaped us, and um, what we intend to do with it, which is a really big theme this time. Because uh, family and legacy, legacy is what you do with family is, exactly. in many ways um, what you make with it what you kind of carry on what are you going to move forward and perpetuate into the next generation what mm. are you going to make part of your culture is what mm. your legacy is yeah whether yeah. it be your family culture or your extended family culture yes <laughs> yes so Robbie what was it like for you this banquet and ball what was unique about it Every banquet and ball is just so wonderful and unique and there's it's amazing how you can have the same rituals mm-hmm. over and over again and yet the openness for newness and for creating of something unique and yet the same and that's one of the beautiful things about the banquet and ball and that every year something different, something strikes you different, there's probably stories I can tell from every year mm-hmm. where there was this year, there was this thing, and this guy did this amazing thing, and it just was so impactful. And this next year, mm-hmm. I had this conversation with this lady, and it was absolutely transformative, mm-hmm. and one year it was the banquet, and it was just the conversations at the banquet were so great, and they built everyone up, and... That was all we could talk about for the rest of the evening was the conversation (laughs) at the banquet. Um, But this year was really interesting because 
I kind of, in a way, took a step back from last year. Last year, I was more involved. I helped with some of the leadership. And this you led, year, you led the duels last yeah. year. And this year, I was much more in the background again, and just that doesn't mean he wasn't called on. He was not officially a leader, but there was a kind of a theme this year yeah. of less official leaders, but more invitation for people to step up of their own initiative it and had take a, charge. Right. It had a very organic leadership going did, on, especially on the men's mm-hmm. side. Which felt uncontrolled and wild and kind of unstable at the beginning, because you're like, where is everybody? Right. But then as it went along, he's like, no, God's orchestrating this. God's putting people where they need to be. And everyone was where they needed to be. Yeah. yeah. It really was excellent, and one of the things that I've been working on and trying to figure out this year is, okay, so setting the foundation, because mm-hmm. we had a our banquet. Yeah, talk about the banquet. Our, we had a collaborative banquet where we all participated in creating the banquet experience that we were going to enjoy, so... Mm-hmm. Past years, we've gone and participated in somebody else's creation. They either hire somebody or one of the participants will set up a banquet and invite people to it. But this year, we decided to make our own banquet. And so we all participated in the making of it. And one of the things is my particular course that I was helping with was the idea of stability and the earth and foundations was basically my take on it. And without the foundation, you can't build all of the other stuff. Yeah. And I am a flexible and spontaneous person and I do kind of whatever strikes the fancy at the time. I have enough forethought to make it not bad but I don't but realizing that unless you have a solid basis you can't really build flexibility without connecting to a foundation having a structure that moves and can take blasts and can flex and adapt is excellent but unless it actually has a foundation list that's actually tied to the ground it's just going to blow away or get destroyed or go wherever the wind blows it. Yeah. So tying in and setting foundations and being able to explain and show those foundations to others as a means of helping with leadership. Because I've been, I've been spending a lot of my time and one of the re- things about this podcast is setting those foundations, connecting back to the why. Why do we do what we do? And that's what our, we originally started this podcast, me and James, was, okay, why do we believe what we believe and why do we do what we do? Mm-hmm. And reconnecting with that idea and specifically as it relates to the banquet and ball and all the things that we do in it and connecting to the why and building from that. Yeah. And then trying to take each interaction, each dance, each interaction with the gentleman each duel and trying to connect it back to why we're doing what we're doing and making it a more thoughtful and grounded process and that was really what this year was about for me and it was Mm. phenomenal that is amazing (laughs) yeah yeah for for some uh context to that so yeah robbie had um was part of leading uh the second course which was the salad and bread bread from the earth um, and it had the earth theme. So we had four courses, each with a different element um, assort, uh, associated with it. The first one was wind, which is the appetizer. That's the one that I had. Um, and then there was the entree, which was water, uh, which ended up being soup. And that was super fun and amazing. And then um, the fourth course was the dessert, which was fire. And uh, there's a kind of cool story tied into that, what happened with that particular course. Um, Ominous foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for for me, um, this banquet and ball took on a, a deeper, both a deeper role in my life because I'm planning on founding my own community of banquet and balls uh, in Fargo, launching 
this year. I can say that now. So next year yeah. in September 2023. This is the now, year. Now I can say this year coming this year <laughs> in September 2023. Uh, there will be a Fargo banquet and ball, um, and the immensity of responsibility in learning and absorbing and driving as close to the heart of what it means to have a banquet and ball, what works, what is the essence of what is successful about it, and internalizing that so well that I can then share that with the other leadership of the people back in Fargo who haven't been able to experience it yet um, in a way that they will be able to get it and do it and live it and benefit from it. Um, it's a huge, like, an immense reality and responsibility for me. And so, uh, and, and on top of that, I was helping host a banquet uh, for the first time and orchestrating that. And um, not only, it wasn't just any banquet, it, was, it, was, it wasn't just like a few side people, hey, we want to have a banquet, let's make sure what happens, let's get four people together in a, in a restaurant and have a nice meal and then make it a banquet. We had all of the out-of-towners come together, 14 people come together who came from out of town, traveled to the banquet ball to have it. And that's a significant proportion. That's like over a third of the attendees. I believe that was half. Almost half of the attendees. I think, I think, I think it was 18 couples. 18 so, couples we're, so, we're, yeah. so we're just short of half the people <laughs> in the entire event in our banquet. And the banquet shapes so much of the experience of banquet and ball that I was like, I have this huge huge like weapon of mass destruction that could go off randomly and just ruin the whole thing if I do it wrong you know um, so like a huge weight of responsibility no pressure right no pressure right. Um, and um, then you know, on top of that this is a really unique ball in that not only do we have a lot of out of towners but we had a lot of first time comers mm -hmm. uh, people that were here for the first time coming in having to be integrated in the culture and the tradition and understanding of what all was going on so they buy into it and then contribute to what makes a banquet and ball a banquet and ball. Um, and the majority of them were in my banquet. <laughs> That's just freaking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, was astonishing as I had such tremendous help. So here, here's the theme that for me was that I had this huge like a sense of weight of responsibility and the capacity to destroy um, and I was trying to build and create and do something and put something together that was going to edify and heal um, and do so in a humble fashion. Like, like I'm not going to micromanage. I, that was the one that I was like, there is no way I'm going to do something as stupid as micromanaging this. I cannot orchestrate everything here. I'm not going to even try. So what I did is I set up the, you know, the elements theme. I set up the inspiration. And then I worked with the different people who are coming um, to partner them up and had two people leading each course and gave them full control of the menu for that portion of it. And then their job wasn't to just do it themselves, but to incorporate everybody else into the actual making of it. So we all did it together. Um, and that was the right choice. That was 100% the right choice. And if I was going to summarize what happened, not just in the banquet, but in the entire ball, I think that everything went crash. Like, stuff happened that shouldn't have happened. Stuff broke. Stuff didn't work. Things were forgotten. Timing didn't work out. Logistics were crazy. All over the place. Not just in the bank, but just like all over the place. But I felt like I was trying to make this amazing piece of pottery, and then I dropped it. Mm. And then it shattered. But then I looked down, and the pieces had fallen to the mosaic of the face of Christ. Wow. Because everything that broke fell into a deeper, more real pattern that not only was more beautiful than anything I could have imagined, but was specifically targeted to heal the people there. People who are dealing with trauma, dealing with struggling, struggling with all kinds of things. This is like throughout the entire event, I hear about this constantly. There are a lot of people struggling with a lot of stuff. It was rough, but there was so much healing that happened there, so much transformation. People became entirely new people just from the first dance to the last dance. I heard so many people talking about so many different people that they saw that in. It was amazing. And so it was this instance of God helping me let go to trust my family and that God's the one who's the craftsman of my legacy, not me.
So that was my experience of this year's banquet and ball, in short. And on that note, speaking of family and legacy, we've got these three amazing people here <laughs> who came for the first time, who are some of these first-time people who are part yeah. of our banquet, and who knocked the socks off of everybody else there. <laughs> yes. Like, you guys, man, you guys really, really did well. Like, I keep saying that in so many different ways. And being like, you did so many astonishing things. So Ruth uh, was my partner on the first course. Heidi was a lady whose dance card I stewarded. And Heidi was my last dance. Yeah. And... They were legends. Like, there were veterans, their old guard, who'd been to every single ball, who said this ball was the best one they ever had. And they said some of the highlights of it were how these three people carried themselves. Yeah. It was really incredible. The the verse that keeps on coming into my mind is, there's no greater joy than watching your children walk in the Lord. And hmm. That kind of familial <laughs> connection where yeah. I get this warm feeling when I hear my when I hear my friends here who I've known and I respect and they just talk about my friends and my siblings in this mm-hmm. loving and adoring way and it's like mm-hmm. this is good this is so good <laughs> this is where it's at this is what it's meant to be yeah indeed so Nathaniel let's start with you what was this like for you what were some of the highlights that you would share what was the banquet and bowl to you? Okay. To properly express <clears throat> the impact that the banquet and ball had on me, I'm going to have to go back to when we first even heard of this this banquet and ball. <laughs> Which, and you know, was a while back because I don't really shut up about back. it. <laughs> no, you went to that thing and you were like, hey guys. <laughs> There's I did this a thing. thing. I did a thing, and you were telling us about it. And we were like, wow, this is super cool. I might take a podcast right? about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I said to him, like, watch these ones. Listen to this. Make sure you listen to these ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or else. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, like, then we were like, all right, you guys got to learn how to dance and everything. And so we started with the wrong kind of swing. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong kind of swing. <laughs> Swing gone wrong. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But okay, so I was like super nervous. I mean, like when we actually made the decision, like, well, this is the year you guys are coming to the banquet and ball. We're making it happen. We're making this happen. We've got the money. We're flying up there and we're doing this thing. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. This is terrifying. Right, because I've been I've been thinking about the op, the uh, the option and the opportunity of doing this. Like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> but you know, that's a future thing. That's that was behind my little wall that I put up between dreams and reality. You know, <laughs> and it was it was back there. Okay, among all sorts of stuff that <laughs> hey, I'd wish it would come true. I mean, that'd be epic. But I'd like to go to the moon too. Yeah, I mean. that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be cool. Right? <laughs> that'd be awesome. But um, yeah, it was back there, and so. And then it was like, oh, it's happening, okay. Um, and I, to be honest, I was terrified. Um, I, was, I, I, was, I was afraid to expect too much because then I didn't want to be disappointed by this incredible thing. And then I was afraid to not expect enough and um, be disrespectful to the people who are facilitating this. And, um, and like, I mean, I, I can't even describe all the different, you know, how nervous I was feeling and, like, all men, me being how shy I am around new people. I'm like, oh my goodness, a ball? I mean, I'm going to be dancing with people for the first time. I mean, I can barely dance with my sisters right now. I I can barely dance with myself. (laughs) Hey, to be honest, yeah. I mean, I couldn't. I mean, that was was absolutely terrifying. But until we get here, I'm like, okay, well, it's happening, whether I like it or not. It's awesome, but it's happening. I'm happy. I'm thrilled. But there is a deep visceral terror as well. (laughs) Okay. Um, so we arrive, we start meeting the new people. No, not some well, places, not okay, so okay, new. Okay, okay. You say we arrive. Okay. okay. I can't, I can't, I can't over, over, um, overlook the journey. Uh, yeah, okay. I think I was repression. That was probably repression. 
So this is also the first time that Heidi, Nathaniel, and Ruth have actually traveled away from like the family. The parents. <laughs> yeah. Which is for Papa a homeschooled, sheltered family. That's like, hey, let's go on the ocean without a boat. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. It'll be fine. You got It'll some water. Just wings. run really fast. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It was uh, terrifying. I knew it was going to be extra terrifying for the twins because, like, I'd been to, like, a couple youth camps and a couple men's camps. And, yeah. I mean, but those people who I had known for years. Mm. Every single one of them, pretty much, you know. It wasn't that far away, and it wasn't that far away. It just you drove up there in a day, you spent a week, you came back, yeah. and it was epic. I mean, we had great times, but it was not a terrifying adventure. Okay, so we we say goodbye to the family at the airport. We we drive to Oklahoma City, which is quite a ways from where we were where we were in Oklahoma. Like we're barely in Oklahoma. We're <laughs> just over the border from Arkansas, and. um I mean, that was fun. That was cool. That was, we, we got to spend some yeah. time with yeah. the family on the way out. Yeah. And um, so we get in the airport. We have to wait. What was it? Our, our, we, we keep getting the notifications plane, like, oh, plane's your late. plane's late. Your plane's later. Your plane's late again. And, and it's, okay, it's, it's late again. And we're like, wow, okay. When, okay. Are we even going to fly out tonight? I mean. Somebody replaced your plane with a helicopter. <laughs> Fix that solution. It was actually a, it was got actually, a large cannon here. Crawl <laughs> like, down this tube. I love the fuse. This could be your ears. But it was, the plane was actually in for repairs, and of course that made me nervous. Like, oh, we just fixed the plane. We had to reboot it because it wasn't, it wasn't turning on. Okay. Just turn off, turn back on. It's like a computer. It's just, the the pilot like, literally said that's like it's just like a computer. You turn off, turn back on. It fixes most things. We're like, okay. <laughs> you had to reboot the airplane. And, oh you have goodness. an intermittent issue where the where the plane just stops functioning. We think we got it figured out. It's <laughs> like we are in a free fall currently, but we're rebooting it, so it should be fine. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, no. Yeah, they haven't like, even left Oklahoma yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Trying to find food in the airport. Oh. Yeah, that's the other aspect. Like, we're doing a banquet together, right? Mm. We've got so many food restrictions and yeah. dietary restrictions. Like, one person eats kosher, one person is vegetarian, one person is death allergic to nuts. The rest of, like, three more people are death allergic to dairy. Yeah. So if you, you can't do dairy or nuts, like, what do yeah. you drink? Water? It's hard to make a soup out of that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, we were able to find food. Thankfully, it wasn't, like, the best food in the world, but, I mean, I was starving to death, so um, it tasted fine. Yeah, um, we found we found something in the airport. It was, yeah, a smoothie and a, a wrap. wrap, a wrap. There was stuff yeah. wrapped in the thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was fine. It was fine. Good stuff. Anyway, and um, that was actually <laughs> it was really edible. It was edible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kept us from falling over for, for most of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we were able to um, cope those. I mean, it felt like what was it like six hours sitting there? Yeah, because we got there. Yeah. At yeah, a good time, you know, like, oh, the flight's yeah. going to be here. You get that's the margin, you get there early. Yeah, I'd get two hours before the flight, that's that's kind of, you know, yeah. it's a good idea. And then we're like, oh, okay, six hours. Well, <laughs> yeah. Not two hours. Um, and uh, get in the plane, beautiful to see. Um, Oklahoma City was flying away, all the Christmas lights were yeah. like jewels. That was cool. That was epic. That was really cool. The and flights, it, okay, in the plane, those were highlights of the trip. Those, yeah. the, plane, the, the, plane, the plane rides themselves were awesome. plane rides were good. Yeah, yeah. Those were good. Those were good. So and and there's there turbulence, but it was fun turbulence. Oh, no, we the loved pilot, turbulence. The pilot, the yeah, pilot landed. We loved it. Turbulence. <laughs> it, was it was exciting, you know. It's yeah. good. It's like, it's, like, it's like, you know. We trust you. Okay, really, unless they really, feed you really, something really, terrible. A, 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 really, a, a, it was like a really unless expensive. Unless they feed you something terrible. Like a really expensive roller coaster. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. really expensive roller coaster. Like, okay, I don't like all turbulence. Like, when we're coming down, when we when we moved to America, um, they fed us, they fed us a terrible, terrible snack. I'm not going to try to describe it. It was terrible he brings it up a lot it I do it was it oh. okay so <laughs> moving on from that <laughs> moving on from that moving on from that anyway so, so, so yeah we landed we landed safely we, had, we had landed safely we had a 12 hour layover we had to get the rice we had to sleep uh, in the airport no we didn't sleep in the airport we laid in the airport no we didn't lay in the airport we sat in the airport plastic chairs with arms so you couldn't lay down on the floor so you couldn't go on the floor the floor was actually covered in like crumbs and stuff it was disgusting but then they started vacuuming right when in the yeah, yeah. Like, you doze yeah. Up, like, as soon as he goes on they start vacuuming then you're like, like, like thank okay, you I appreciate thanks. it 
And he had, a, and he had like a that. broken alarm on one of the doors. Everybody walked near it, it would start beeping man- maniacally yeah. at him like a dementia cricket. <laughs> yeah, so that was really hard to go to sleep with. <laughs> Very hard. So, so, yeah, we didn't actually sleep. No. No. Hours dragged by. Yeah. I mean, you're like, oh, that must have been three hours. Look at my clock. Well, five minutes. Okay. <laughs> Fun. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But somehow, we survived that, amazingly enough. And, it, got um, us, it got us conditioned for the sleep deprivation of the banquet and ball itself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't tired at all after that. <laughs> I think that is, that's way worse than anything I've ever experienced. But, but the, fun, the cool thing, though, is that the reason, why, the, the reason why this is all relevant is, like, the things that you do in anticipation of a thing build that thing. Yes. And all of the pain and the hardship, you're like, I better make this count. I don't mm-hmm. want to come in here like mm-hmm. casual, like, hey, it works, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. All right, I can just be in shoes yeah. and about it. Like, no, you like, yeah. no, I better like, I have to make sure I give everything in this. Otherwise, I'm really gonna regret it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't the, the waste transformation all that. had started um, before that. I mean, you, ha- I mean, I had to like make a lot. It was like I had to be more aware of my surroundings. I had to be more aware mm-hmm. of myself, aware of where you guys were. I mean, like, I didn't have a huge family just to like, you know surrounding this comfort bubble of like, you know what, we're a troop, we're just walking through this airport and we don't care. I mean, like, we had to make sure I was with one of the girls, you were with one of the other girls, or they were together, mm-hmm. or one of us had been washing the luggage while the other one went off to go get the food or whatever. And um, it mm-hmm. was, I had, to, I had to start manning up, okay? Yeah. You know, and that was, that was cool. But, I mean, it was, it was a start that kind of flavored what I went, when, it, when I got there. And, um... And so then, and then, so then, we, so we get into, so, 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 so we, we get to Spokane, we get the vehicle, we drive. Everything's covered in snow, apparently, up there. Yeah, there's up snow. Here. They're not particularly used to snow down there. Or, no. or from Ireland. Ireland, you get a little bit of snow every spring. Two and now it's maybe. Like all snow out here. It's <laughs> and it's gorgeous. like, oh, it's snow, precious, precious snow. Here it's like, get that stuff out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally different. But um, when did you guys arrive in Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. Yeah, yeah, the day before everybody else. So we arrived, drove in, um, checked into the oh, um, beautiful Airbnb. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous drive. Man, it's um, like it's like driving on Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to everywhere I've been, it's like the big brown hills, all the And he hasn't even been to Fargo yet. <laughs> oh, Do no. tell. How do you know what it's like driving on Pluto? Yeah, uh, I was last week, actually. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it was beautiful. It was like, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool. So we settle in, and then... We got to meet um, Cora. Yes, we met Cora, who was a, a gal who um, I danced with. Dancers. My last dance from my first ball, yeah. and she also was the one that hosted my first banquet. Um, so we got to see her. She moved to Spokane. Um, she wasn't able to attend this ball, but she's starting things herself over there in Spokane. And she's doing really well. She's doing really, really well. So that was really I was cool super impressed. That was awesome. And then we go and had dinner with Mario and Kate here. Mm. Uh, which is amazing. That was epic. That was epic. So kind of. I got put in how many arm? I'm chokeholds and arm locks and. So I so mean, like fun, Mario but, was okay, like yeah. a, a living embodiment of jujitsu. Like that's yes. all he does. He lives and he breathes chokeholds. He is a jujitsu. <laughs> One Pretty metric jujitsu. <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. Um, and so it, it was kind of like a taste of like the kind of people yeah. that you meet here, the caliber yeah. of conversation. Absolutely. Overflowing energy. energy and passion. She could not about stay on the ground. Everything. She was so hyper. She was just like floating around, <laughs> just like hovering. She was hovering. She was bouncing off the walls <laughs> and ceiling and everything. It was great. She was just absolutely. Katie and Mario are just amazing. They I are wonderful. <laughs> wonderful couple. Yes. So, so that was the first taste. And then we got here, settled in. Uh, it was a little bit late. So we had to wake yeah. up and then actually go shopping and get huh, stuff ready. Adult and stuff. Try and all, all the prep stuff. Food. Adult stuff. We had to go, we had to go shopping prep for the banquet. So, so went out, all the stuff. And then other people started coming in. And then we had to go um, actually begin things. Got, finally got everybody together. Yeah. Like, I started, you know, kind of sinking in. It was like, I met Kate and Mario. And I was like, wow. I'm going to be meeting more people like this. Yeah, I'm going to be meeting more people. I was like, hey, this is actually really cool. This is worth it, you know? <laughs> and I was like, man. People who I'm not people. actively related to. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, new, <laughs> epic people. And, like, um, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, um, so, yeah, it was awesome. And we started, and we started shopping for the banquet. That was fun. We got to... We came back home and you guys started piling in. I mean, all the, all the, all the rest of the game. Walk in the door and <laughs> else is there. Yep. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Okay. 
More people, yes. <laughs> I was absolutely thrilled. Um, and um, so, yes, the banquet and ball summarized. Summarized. This, this is the lead up. This, this is, is the lead up, right? If we if we want to recount every story of this entire this thing, will we, would, we, we would be here for five three hours. Weeks. We we do oh, not have yes. that much time, unfortunately. No, we don't. This is true. This is true. So, oh my! Encapsulate. Goodness. Encapsulate. I'm not good at that, but I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. So, the stuff I learned and um, the stuff that happened to me um, through the training, the um, the dueling. Lots of dueling. Lots of epic dueling, man. Yeah, I, I brought my sword kit this time, and yeah, so we could did. duel outside of the regular <laughs> duels, just for the honor of it and the fun of it. And so there was a lot of dueling going on. Man. You know, a game is so much better when you choose who starts by sword fight. Like, yeah, that's, just, like, that's just how you should start all games now. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. just how you do it. Just give yourself a pair of swords and do yourself a favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that... I mean, they started drilling in the whole don't be afraid of who you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. And I have... I, I, growing up, I was really shy. I mean, like, I'm an extreme extrovert. Like, I'm talking about people, right? You know, it's like, yeah. I just get on fire about it. But um, I, was, I was still shy. I, I, the most lonely place for an extrovert is on the fringe of a crowd of people he doesn't know and isn't brave enough to approach. It is devastatingly exhausting. And I've been there. And I've done that. And it hurts. But um, this is, this is fix that. <laughs> Man, I'm not going to... I'm not going to worry about that anymore. <laughs> it's like... I've had to... I mean... No, it's not me, actually. It's not me. I didn't have to do anything. It was, um, it was God. He, he, his hand, the hand of the Holy Spirit was... Over everything. It was evident and clear and beautiful. It was just, it was woven throughout this entire event. Big and little things. The biggest mm-hmm. and the smallest things. Yeah. Um, I it, was mean, his, it was his banquet and ball. Yeah. This year, God was present. Yeah. He Jesus Christ stepped in and danced with us on that floor. Yeah. He, he was there when we were dueling. Yeah. He was there um, when we had to work through stuff together, those exercises you put together. Yeah, I also did training for this one. Yes, you put together some <laughs> epic training, and it, was, it helped a lot of guys. I saw right. it helped guys. It helped me. Um, it's, I mean, like, I always, I feel... I felt what I feel now before, but I was afraid of it because it was too deep. It was too close to the center of my being. And it was frightening. It's like, that's deep. It's, it's, it's close to your heart. You can't... It's too real. It's too real. Mm-hmm. And like which, I said earlier, which, there's which that is one wall. of those things that we struggle with in our materialist world. We yes. think of real as, oh, I can touch it. Real as in normal, boring. <laughs> that's not real. It has real. atoms. Real are the... Th- the, the true things are the real things. Yes. Um, and like I mentioned before, that wall between my dreams and reality, um, that wall is like smashed. <laughs> I mean, this event, this, what happened here, smashed through that wall. It, it, was, it, it, was, it, was, it was like my a doorway dreams. that just got smashed, like it was like a ramp. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a battering ramp. It's like, walk through that door, Nathaniel. You... You can walk into your world of dreams, and it's not your world of dreams. Like I said to another um, another conversation, it was like going, it was like being in a dream and waking up at the same time. You're waking up from reality to a dream, and you're actually now in reality. This is the true reality now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that yeah, that's what happened. I mean, mm. the <laughs> it was a gradient. I mean, like, I started, like, just at the beginning of the trip, but, and it just got deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, it's like God reached in to my heart and, like, grabbed by the collar the guy in there who God wanted me to be and yanked him towards the surface. He's like, get out here, Nathaniel. Get out here into the world. 
and do your duty as a man and as a Christian. Hmm. And um, it's like, I know what my duty is, and I know how to do it now. It's, it's just, it's beyond words. I can't, I mean, I was talking to the lady, um, was it Kate? She was t- teaching the, the ladies? Yes. Mm. Kate. Um, I was talking to her during one of the breaks. I just kept talking and talking and talking. <laughs> and, um, she's really good at listening. She's incredible at listening. I was <laughs> like, man, I'm going to talk her ear off. But she, <laughs> she's just like, no, it's good. Go ahead. I was like, you're saying all the right stuff. I was like, oh, my goodness. It's like, don't say that to me. I'll keep talking. <laughs> but um, it, was, it, was, um, it was the realest thing I've ever experienced. Um, it brought me to life in another way. Mm. My, I mean, Jesus Christ was already inside me. He was there, and that's why it was so real. I mean, the best thing that can happen to a non-Christian here is that he comes to know Christ, right? He comes to see the reality of this world, the reality of the spiritual world, and that we are in uh, alignment with Christ and um, his will here. And that he um, condones and um, is helping us create beautiful things um, with each other mm. through the communication of dueling, of dancing, of conversation. And um, yeah, so it was like walking through the most beautiful doorway I've ever seen. And um, I was led through that doorway by talk Jesus Christ the son of the living God who died on the cross for every one of us he took our hands and he walked through a doorway with us and he showed us his will in the world in front of us. He showed me that. And he gave me the, the tools and the strength to fulfill his will in my life. And I've been praying for years for him to show me a clear pathway to what he wanted me to be and what he wanted me to do with my life. <clears throat> and uh, he answered that prayer in a way that I didn't think was possible. <clears throat> I mean, talk about an end of the prayer. Hmm. I mean, the experience of this ball, the culmination in that night on the dance floor, when I had the confidence to walk across that floor with clear intention and, and deep felt honor for everyone I saw there and specifically for the girl the lady on my dance card her name and walking to her looking into her eyes and saying man I have this dance and leading her to the dance floor and doing my my weak best <laughs> at a dance I mean, I mean, I thank you guys for saying I have done so well, but I know I have plenty of room to improve there. <laughs> and you did better than I did my first ball. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, but yeah, that's that's an answer to prayer. That I mean, you can't ask for something better than that. I mean, I wanted God just to lead me through my 
the daily right Bible reading or it's like <laughs> oh this verse looks this is really convicting or oh this looks like what I should be doing you know and and then when Jay came down to our house and spent Christmas with us and I started seeing it from that point and then God's like listen Nathaniel this is it you know it was like I could see that it's like this is it Nathaniel and I mean I saw the fire igniting you because when, when I went down there I spent Christmas down there with uh, me and Carla um, uh, one of the things I was doing was helping um, set up the academy the project I've been talking about um, and establishing a chapter down there so I was training and helping um, my siblings and my parents you know kind of step into a bit of this culture so it was a bit of you know priming the pump in a sense and you know providing these opportunities things that I learned from the syndicate the Yakima group um, and shaping it in my own way and inviting them into it yeah. and I saw you click with it and step up into it and how it, it slotted into your identity so well and you didn't shrink back from it mm. it was amazing yeah now that you mention it that's, um, that's that's such a huge part of why this ball um, was so impactful for me mm-hmm. is that I was able to make my first steps in a safe environment um, and I was I, I mean I was forced out there and I had to make I mean I had to like I had to actually be confident you know proactively confident which mm-hmm. is really was really hard for me um, I mean growing up the most terrifying thing to me was getting a, an overinflated ego and I was like that I mean like I can't I, I was so terrified to show any confidence because that would mean that I might end up getting prideful at some point. And I was like, no, please, no. I know that's such a hard thing. To, I mean, mm-hmm. hearing everyone else talking about trying to deal with their pride, and I was like... Overcompensated. Yeah, a bit, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, like, I was able to kind of get a taste of um, who I was meant to be mm-hmm. even before the ball, and then it just, it just drove it home. Like a sword, you know? <laughs> it's like God's like, boom. Oh, and I'm like, touche. <laughs> That's a nice note. <laughs> All right. So, Ruth and Heidi. Which one would you like to go next? It's kind of hard to talk that. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> How about you? What, What does the banquet and ball mean to you? What is what is the banquet and ball to you as a new person experiencing it for the first time? What? What is it? Well, I mean, it's something wonderful. <laughs> I feel like it's like a, a whole bunch of different puzzle pieces put together in a really beautiful picture and um yeah yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell how the bank and the ball fit together there's the a picture that are broken into little pieces from everyone that came and everything that we did just fit together in the perfect picture you're way better at nutshells than i am Perfect. Nathaniel's got like this huge coconut that he's like, like magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> much. Can I roll two coconuts together? <laughs> How about just the tree? <laughs> also, there's an island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty and, and for the context, it's in this ocean. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the interconnection of all these different pieces. Ruth, could you share a bit about your entrance? Yes, please. That was one of the most impactful things. To everyone for- at the ball. Okay, everyone in the ball was talking about Ruth and Heidi's entrance, and that it was two of the most impactful entrances. Particularly the at a first-timer. Particularly yes. at a first-timer. Yes. Yeah, um, as we already said, Jake... When he for, after, he, after he went for, to his first ball, he's been talking about it. And like, come on, guys, this is amazing. <laughs> and um, so I heard about it, and I heard about the part where, especially ladies talking about how terrifying this part was. Um, you go 
through a line of men and they're all staring at you. (laughs) (laughs) Hunting for that eye contact. Yeah, eye contact is really... The most soul-bearing things that I experienced (laughs) here was holding eye contact. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm introverted, but I don't know. I guess I don't have this this thing about me. I, because I love singing, I did a lot of songs for church, Mm. and I just got to... I put on my stage robe, and I go out, right. and I do it. Mm. And sometimes I have troubles. I can't. I just. I kind of look at everywhere else. But <clears throat> when I, when the importance of eye contact and honoring those men that fought for me, was um, shown to me, <laughs> mm. told to me, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do it right. And um, so I, you did your research. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, one of the ladies was talking about how no, actually, you were talking about how she bowed to every man. Yeah. I was like curtsy to every man, and I was like, oh, that is so cool. I was like, that's gonna take way too long. <laughs> I can't do that. So I was like, I gotta do it all like at the beginning, and I gotta do it right. Like, and before this, Jay had taught me different curtsies, and he taught me the curtsy where you're curtsying and kneeling at the same time. So you go all the way down. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to do that at the beginning. <laughs> so I, um, when, when I first came there, it was, I was really stressed and tired and not feeling well somewhat. And I was like, oh, man, this is not, not working out. <laughs> and um, and um, one of the ladies there, we were all sitting in the entryway before we went in. Went in and uh, she was like, just wait. And when you feel led, go in. I was like, should I go? No. Should I go? No, no, no. Doing that over and over again. And then I was like, this is it. So I got up and I was like, I'm the, and I had fear like, oh no, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, no, I gotta do it. <laughs> so I went and um, uh, I didn't even think about, now that I think about this, I didn't actually think about how to curtsy or bow. It just came. I'm so glad you actually t- told me how to do it beforehand because I would have botched it otherwise. <laughs> but I, I bowed and I remembered to look at every single guy I could see because the line was bent so I couldn't see all of them mm. all at once. But I, I looked at each one for at least a second or two. And then I got up and walked down. Tried to go slowly. <laughs> but um, I was a little bit jazzed by then so I was going a little bit faster. <laughs> but... Um, so I looked at each one, trying to get each one. I was like, I wanted to show them honor, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sky, one of the uh, oldest of the old veterans, because I think he's been to every single ball, possibly missing one. Pretty I think every single every one, single one. Uh, which is he is this epic man. He is. Oh my goodness, that guy is ten men. <laughs> <laughs> He's also got a great beard, which helps. Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, great beard, magnificent mustache. It's yeah. Yes, it's legit. Um, it's dope. <laughs> anyway, um, he's he is enthusiastic, but also unflappable. Mm. Right. Um, he he chooses his meals well and is very impressed by the things that deserve being impressed by. Mm. Um, but he also does that with experiences, right? Um, there are things that are beneath his notice, right? He told me that he um, he was crying at your entrance. You moved him deeply with that. It was powerful. Yeah. Mm. When, yeah he, he was talking about it later on, he said... When Ruth came in there, she took the knee in front of all those guys, and uh, he he said like I burst out crying. I mean he couldn't he couldn't not weep at the amount of honor and um, love and respect that she showed all the men there. Yeah, it was amazing. And then you also helped with the uh, the with the banquet. <laughs> yes. Uh, like you were, you were a huge help with that. Like, also like helping plan like the logistics for getting everybody here in the first place. <laughs> like, she was the one I was, I was chatting with on Discord all the time, trying to figure <laughs> out. She's, she's like, I was like, that dad's not answering me. Yeah. How do you can't make a decision, 
Ruth. She's the one to go pester people, get decisions. What's happening? And then also, like, you were pestering me because, like, I don't know what's happening with this. What's going on? And I'm like, oh, that's a good question. Let me see if you can find out. I feel like I was constantly nagging you. I was like, tell me. It was important. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which was tremendously helpful. It was really helpful. Yes, it does help. Chaotic brain to people. <laughs> yes. Sometimes yes. when they have yes. somebody who is more organized who yes. needs help with stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, who needs concrete plans to base off of. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah concrete plans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Heidi. So I had your dance card. Yeah. Um, Fought hard for it. Yeah. And, uh, Found most guys there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then everybody else afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what was what was your experience? What was what was the big ball to you? Other than becoming a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. It's funny you should say that because when you first was like wanting us to come, you're like, you guys are going to be a sensation. I was like, what? No. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, I forgot I said that. You did. No, you actually was, predicted it. I was 100% right. <laughs> and they come in like... Mark it down. Like double Cinderella. And it's like, it was like, what? Wow. Full barrel shotguns. <laughs> shotguns. Never mind. We're twins. Um, this is true. <laughs> We're twins. Um, it's kind of hard to answer that question like what does it mean to me it's kind of that's kind of like vague <laughs> I don't know how to pull it together or so you, you mentioned to me that during the ball you were <laughs> dealing with an overabundance of a particular emotion I was <laughs> it was weird I was super joyful I was like I was like exhilarated yes. and worse <laughs> <laughs> were glowing too, I was yes. glowing I felt they were like both just like you like look across the dance floor and there's like these two spotlights just like right in the eyes you're like oh yeah, I was like, there's Heidi and Ruth <laughs> I was like grinning at everyone I like make eye contact with and I was like I, I realized like I'm always smiling it's like not I'm not like, supposed to be formal and stuff I'm always grinning at everyone. Is that bad or something? Yeah, okay. Um, in many cases, that that was discouraged. A lot of the, um, the yeah. teaching yeah, was it's like, the first listen, time ever. they're yeah, gonna try to crack that. jokes. They're gonna try to be. They're always smiling and grinning, and like you have to make sure it's it's serious. But you were seriously joyful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, that was that was real. So the, there were two people there that had had a exceptionally formal and infectious enthusiasm. You and Lachelle. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you too. Yeah. Like I, I, I would try. Like, like how long can I keep a straight face blind walking across the ballroom to him? And, like you and Michelle, I, I like I look across the room like darn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already grinning. I changed with their general direction and I started smiling. <laughs> <laughs> the, your your grin range is larger than the ballroom. <laughs> I got everyone. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was very good. It was very it was good. Awesome. It was awesome. Um, before the ball, like, similar with Ruth, it was, like, stressful and stuff. Though, when we were trying to get our dresses on, we were late. I was trying to help other people and stuff, and we were late, as usual. I'm like, I'm late. And then, I'm, like, I'm rushing. (laughs) And, and, like, we're trying to get the um, dresses on, and Ruth's, like, not feeling so well, and she's kind of stressing and stuff. And I'm, like, trying not to stress. I'm actually trying not to stress. And I'm, like, you know, she was, like, trying to... Um, tie me up. <laughs> tie me up. <laughs> and, um, um, straight jacket. No. Um, it was a dress, not straight jacket. <laughs> Mine was a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, um, I was like repeating a piece of the Bible verse. Um, oh, yeah. The piece that passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Wow. And I was like, just saying that. I was like, Peace, 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 peace. I don't want to like stress out. This is you're like I, want, I don't want to be stressed out. And I and I was like when I was like if you're panicking you tend to like um, 
snap at people, and I was like, I was kind of snapping at Ruth a couple times. I'm like, no, no, you're not supposed to do that. You have to be like, no. <laughs> and so from the, right at the beginning, like when we we're trying to get, I was trying to be like peaceful and like not anxious and stuff. Um, and I was I was happy at that point too, which was pretty cool. Um, and then we we went to the bank to the ball. Um, I was I was a little bit concerned about being the last people getting there. <laughs> Um, but you were like constantly assuring me that it was okay. I was like, okay. Things will start fine. when it starts. I had to quote Gandalf at them. <laughs> <laughs> like I was literally, I was literally like, you know, you know what Gandalf said, you know, and Tolkien was right. It's like a wizard arrives when he means to. He's never early, neither is he late. You know, <laughs> I was like, Gandalf wears the tux. <laughs> yes, Gandalf wears the tux. <laughs> this, is, this is true. This should definitely be incorporated into this the should, ball lore. This should be a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. You should. We totally should. Yeah, we're doing this. This is happening, folks. We're getting a t-shirt that says Gandalf wears the tux. And you're drawing it. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, that would be fun. Gandalf and Galadriel dancing on the ball floor. Oh, my goodness. That would be fun. Okay, this is happening. Excellent. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. We will soon have merch, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up soon. Um, So... But we to, got sorry. to the internet near you. <laughs> <laughs> In your ear as you listen. <laughs> um, so we got to the ball, and um, I was trying to, we are getting up the steps. There were some guys I curtsied to going in, and then there was ladies all lined up. There was thankfully a chair for me. I was glad. <laughs> I was like, look, at first it looked like there wasn't a chair. I was like, oh, no. And they got a chair. So, when you um, stepped in the door, though. Um, like Ruth, she went in and she took that knee in front of everyone. You just walked in. I haven't gone to that part yet. You were kidding. <laughs> you, we went past that part. No, no, she's talking about Oh, no, you're going to the foyer. She's, she's, okay, okay. Foyer. It's the foyer. I thought you were going to the foyer. Wrong door. Wrong door. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. You missed that part because I was escorting them in. Right, right, right. All the ladies there, you know. Yeah. Carry on. Which is beautiful. Like, it's like a hallway just full of press. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Because all the floof is just all over the place. Sure, <laughs> sure. Many ladies, much floofage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Carry on. Yes. So, um, one of my fears with my dress is that it's satin and it can stain with water, and I was afraid of Ooh. drinking water while I had my ball gown. I also don't want to be dehydrated. So I was like, mm. I was like, and when I drink. I'm like clum- I'm a clumsy drinker of mm. water. I just like dump water on me. Like, like, <laughs> you just like direct it hopefully it. towards the mouth. Exactly. And then, like maybe fifty percent of it gets in my mouth. Like the rest goes on my shirt. I'm like like stupid or something. But so <laughs> I had I got my water bottle and I didn't think. I was like, I just gotta get some water in before I have to go, you know, start dancing. So and then like I thought I had done it carefully. I, apparently I hadn't. I looked at my dress, there's huge spots of water on my dress. My dress is ruined. I'm like, it's really obvious. And I was like, this, it was one of my fears of coming to the ball was this. And I was like, for a second, I was just shocked. And it just happened, like, like my fear. Just exactly, happened. my fear just happened in front of me. I literally just dumped water on my dress. I was like, oh my goodness. And then I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, I was just like remembering the whole own, like the whole um, ball gown and tux like talk. Um, I didn't remember all of it. It was like only pieces, but I'm like. What you do, you do on. You own it. You know, you own own the dress, and so you own what you do and stuff. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do this, and it's gonna be okay. And I was like, give myself a pep talk. I was like, it's it's gonna be okay. I'm just gonna go through this. This is gonna be fine. Um, And I had I some thoughts would go through my head like, what are the guys gonna think? Like, am I gonna look bad or whatever? And I'm like, you know, no, it doesn't matter what they think. They're gonna be fine. They're not gonna think anything like bad or anything. It's gonna be fine. Um, and then I was like sitting there, and um, like trying to be positive. <laughs> and um, and then my the it just the water disappeared. And I was like, wow, it like worked. It like it didn't stain my dress, which I thought it would. And I was like, I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one note. 
when I saw that you had those on your dress, I was like, Lord, please make those disappear. <laughs> 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 I was like, please, help my sister not like freak out because we're gonna need to go through those doors and she's yeah, she's gonna be cold. Yeah, they were gone. <laughs> so, I didn't know that. I, I I had no idea that happened. Yeah. No. Yeah. They, it was awesome. We're gone. I was very, I was very. Angel came along with a towel. Be like, don't worry about this. <laughs> I'll fix this up for you. <laughs> Angel sleeper. <laughs> um, and so, and then, like you guys were talking about being led and stuff. I was just, I was like, I don't want to be first. I want to be one of the last ones. I don't want to be right next to right after my sister. And I wanted to have Mandy there. So she could like look at my dress like someone there and like especially Mandy she's like really was really offering to help you and stuff so I was like she, she I had, can ask her she, she had the dress explosion kit exactly she was like I'll look at <laughs> your dress and fix it for you before you so, go in so I actually I've heard it reference before but some and I, like a rumor but I actually actually saw it this time it's a dress explosion kit <laughs> it's like this like elite paratrooper pack of fixing dresses it's hilariously <laughs> awesome <laughs> And like Mandy was a paratrooper. <laughs> yeah. She's Basically. the field medic. She rushes in, yeah. stitches you up, gives you some more feed. <laughs> Hopefully not more. <laughs> we got this. We got that. Kind of hard to this. Hold that. Pin this. And you are good to go. Yeah. yeah Mandy was a hero of this particular um, banquet and ball. She was, was pretty awesome. She was really awesome. There was one dance. She was spending a lot of time like not doing dancing itself. Um, and uh, so, so, so times we uh, just walk and talk. So she was in the side room, and um, I had it was the last set, and I had my first dance, of the last set with Ruth, and my next dance was with Mandy. And I had just walked across the room, and it like landed on me that I had just danced, my last dance, with Ruth. Like, I wasn't going to dance with her anymore that ball. And I broke down. Like, it felt like it just, like, just hit me. And I was, like, looking for, I was, like, trying to, like, trying to, like, hold it together, looking, I'm, like, where is Mandy? <laughs> you know, like, she's probably in the other room. So I walk across, go in the other room, and she's standing there. And she asked how I was doing. I look down at her, and I look out the window, and I see... Heidi, step onto the dance floor with Skylar. Yeah. And I, she was so beautiful. And I was like, this is going to be an awesome dance. And I also was like, and I'm about to have my last dance with Heidi. And like, that last dance is always so melancholic and bittersweet. That last mm. set. Because just that finality and that farewell. And I just broke down sobbing right there. And I was trying to express it to Mandy through the tears. Like, like, I brought my sisters here, and they're so beautiful and just so amazing, and I'm so proud of them, and I just can't eat it. <laughs> and so she was just so sweet, and so she says, would you like to watch them? And I was like, yes. I don't think I could speak. I, I just nodded, you know, and so enthusiastically. And so I let her out, and she, we walked along the side of it, and so we just kind of leaned against the wall, and hugged each other and watched Heidi and Ruth dance. And Ruth was with uh, David Voris, another one of the, So, two of the best dancers. I remember that. So, I, I, two of the best dancers of the ball are Skyler and David Voris. And Cameron, who had Ruth, and then I had Heidi, and we both ended up getting them with those two on the same dance on that one time. And so I got to watch both of them do these amazing, amazing waltzes. And it was gorgeous. It was so gorgeous. And I was just standing leaning against the wall, just like, my entire face was like, my, my beard was soaked. Pouring <laughs> 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 tears, sobbing against the wall, watching them, and just talking to Mandy and her talking about how beautiful and amazing and blessing it was to get to know both of you. And how she, she told me then, like, during that dance that somebody had asked her who were the two new ladies there's so many new ladies there like who are the two that you were most excited to get to know and she said without hesitation in a heart she said Heidi and Ruth wow. like those two like I said celebrities like everybody's like I feel like I've known them my entire life they're just so amazing and sweet and I love them to bits um and 
Yeah. Yeah. Y'all did well. They, they, um... Thank you. Like, I put it in, um... I told you this, and, um... They basically just grew up. (laughs) Like, ten years and three days. (laughs) They just grew up in front of our eyes. They were women. And I was so, like, honored to, in my last dance with Heidi, to say, Heidi, you are a woman now. And I can mean it from the bottom of my heart. And... I mean, growing up my entire life with you guys, right? I mean, all I had was the first three years without you guys, and I mean, I don't really remember much of that. <laughs> and those were the abyss of despair. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we've everything, we done everything together. We've been through everything together. We were like, you know, triplets, basically. Um, yeah. I mean, we're pretty much the same size. I'm pretty much the same size. Conjoined with the hip, maybe. But. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, we're best buddies, and um, they they grew up in front of my eyes. I, I, I was like, it's that's something that not, not every man gets to see. That it really was a beautiful thing to see. It's like yeah. I put it to um, put it to um, I think it was Hannah mm. when I was dancing with Hannah. I said. Being here is like being in Eden while God's creating it. You're seeing all these plants, these flowers growing up around you and blooming and blossoming and seeing the people around you grow at a rate and in a strength and vitality that I never thought possible. I mean, a weekend? (laughs) A weekend? I mean, I mean, like... How many weekends are there in your life? And this one weekend. I mean, that's potent. Yeah. I think that is a beautiful way to end this episode. I think that's a beautiful picture of what it is. One thing that Nathaniel said, he said, if you're an unbeliever and you come here, the best thing that can happen is you can meet Christ. And if you're a believer and you come here, the best thing that can happen is you meet him more. <laughs> and that's, that's what this is about. Yeah. Is it's about going, going to sleep and having a dream and realizing that you've been asleep the whole time and you're just now waking up. And you're just now seeing a little bit clearer and through a little bit less foggy of a mirror, the true Christ, the true bride of Christ, one of the ladies was describing it to me as, this is the bride of Christ, and you can see her now better than you can yesterday. And seeing us coming together to build this thing, to create this workmanship, this creation, to build this legacy, this family, this now extended family that we have, (laughs) is truly wonderful. And it helps us see Christ So come to the banquet of all. Yeah. Yes. There's gonna, Christ. There's there's going to be more of them. Yes. <laughs> they are spreading. <laughs> As they should. So, whether you eat, or drink, or dance, or duel, do all to the glory of God. Amen. 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 Amen.